Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Special morning here at uh, Contact as I sit down with the Army National Guard. We're going to have a great discussion with Sergeant Longoria and some special guests. But I just want to give you some history. Uh, it wasn't too long ago on December 4th, 2022, that the PA National Guard, believe it or not, celebrated its 275th birthday. You can actually trace its roots back to 1747 and Benjamin Franklin when he created the Associators in Philadelphia. We're going to hear about that and more with Sergeant Longoria and some special guests when we, re when we return. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Community County Services for local family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Uh, live in studio, we're actually having a really good time already with the Army National Guard. Uh, first, I want to welcome uh, Sergeant Jose Longoria to the show. Thanks for coming in, Sergeant. Yeah, no problem, Michael. Great to have you here. Um, I guess we'll just start where we need to. I did give some history. I also want to mention that the 28th Division is a part of the Army National Guard. That's the longest, largest uh, division in the country and the longest ser continuous serving division. It's actually pretty impressive. It's great history in Pennsylvania. But I want to start with you, Sergeant Longoria. Maybe you can tell the community. You play in a very important role in our community, but maybe you can tell us who you are and how that all came about for you. Uh, correct. So. Uh I'm the uh, recruiting and retention NCO uh, for the Dubois area. Uh, I cover down Brookville, uh, Brockway, and um, and Dubois uh, high schools and uh, surrounding colleges and tech tech schools. Um, so I enlisted in May of 2012 as an 88 Mike, a motor transport operator. Um, I joined as a junior in high school and I uh, graduated from Clearfield Area High School. I attended basic training in uh, Fort Jackson, South Carolina, and attended advanced individual training in Fort Leonardwood, Missouri. <clears throat> There, I was attached to the Alpha Company 128th BSB out of Clearfield, and uh, I had served there for six years, and you know served in many state and federal missions, ranging anything from uh, snowstorms to presidential inaugurations. Um, you know, had a lot of cool trainings, uh, X XCTC, where we were uh, evaluated on our unit readiness. And I also attended many leadership courses throughout uh, my time with them, as far as a basic leadership course, advanced leadership course, and uh, other courses. Um, I became a recruiter in 2020. Um, what a great year that was to, to start recruiting. <laughs> right. That would have <laughs> so, been a tough time. Uh, I definitely uh, worked from home a lot that year, uh, social media prospecting, uh, telephone prospecting, um, and just trying to reach out as much as I can. It was kind of harder to get into the schools and stuff, sure. uh, to kind of spread the good word. Um, I even attended a recruiter school online, which was the first time ever uh, in history. So. Oh, that we went to an online program. On, online recruiter school, so it was uh, yeah. pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, you know, battled through that, and then uh, now here I am today, you know, starting to get out in the, the community and uh, into my schools and, and being able to uh, fulfill the obligations of RRNCO to the highest potential. Yeah, no, well, well we appreciate, first off, I want to say we appreciate your service to uh, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and to our nation when you're needed. 
something we'll get into. Uh, as I understand it, Sergeant Longoria, the Pennsylvania National Guard, Army National Guard, has about 15,000 members. It's one of the largest in the country. Uh, so I want to thank you all for your service to the Commonwealth. I know we've got special guests here. Um, we definitely want to get a few minutes with them. I've got Dylan, Michaela, and Devin. And we're just having a great conversation. But uh, so who would like to introduce themselves first? We've got Dylan. Good morning, Dylan. Good morning, Michael. I'm super excited to be here. I'm Dylan Ionero. Um, I'll be going to basic training for 89B, which is ammunition specialist. Yeah, and so you're not, you have not gone to basic training yet, but uh, when do you anticipate leaving? Probably in March. Probably in March. So, and how long will you be at basic training? Where will you be? So basic training is 10 weeks long, and then I'll be in advanced individual training for another 10 weeks. And do you know what base you'll be at for basic training or not yet? Okay. And so... Uh, what do you do, Dylan? I mean, so one of the things about the guard is that it's uh, what two weeks every it's it's two weeks a year and one week in a month. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a nice appeal, um, especially because I have a family, so I'll be sure. able to attend the National Guard and serve my country while also being there for my family. And so, what do you do? I guess, as they say, I, I don't want to say in the real world because you're definitely in the real world by putting on a uniform for us every day. Uh, that you're on duty, but what do you do in your private sector job? Um, so right now I'm a real estate agent with Keller Williams. Um, I help people um, buy and sell houses and uh, attending the military, I would like to specialize in VA loans and help veterans find um, houses for themselves to make themselves a forever home. Yeah, sure. Uh, the VA loan program for housing is a is a huge bonus that we make available to our veterans. Uh, I have a lot of veteran friends, as I'm a veteran. I served in the uh, United States Air Force, but uh, those those loans are extremely important to help uh, families uh, gather that forever home, as you say. So that's what you want to focus on, and that's going to be your main goal. Exactly. Yeah, I think um, helping people find a forever home. It's it's all about selfless acts and helping people find what uh, they're looking for in life. Um, if anyone's trying to find a home, uh, you can actually contact me at 814-810-8310. I'm a real estate agent with Keller Williams. My name is Dylan Ionero, and I will be attending the National Guard and um, specializing in VA loans eventually. Yes, that's excellent, and we really appreciate meeting you, Dylan. Thanks for making the time to come on in. Thanks, man. Super excited to be here. I think our next guest will be Michaela. Michaela is super excited to be on our show. And uh, she she's actually doing some amazing things. We had a talk before uh, we came on air. Michaela, you're, you're, you're in nursing school, right? That's correct, Michael. And where do you attend now? I currently attend BC3 and Brockway. Yeah, which I understand they have a great nursing program. I've actually met a few students who go through that program, but you're actually doing more than that. You're putting it to work for the Commonwealth. You're in uniform this morning, so I'm going to say that you already went to basic training and you've done those things. So do you want to tell us about that at all? Correct. So I am Specialist London. I am attached to Alpha Company 128th BSB. I am an 88 Mike as well as Sergeant Longoria. I went to basic training at Fort Jackson 
for 10 weeks, and then I went to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri for six weeks. Yeah. And when I came home, I actually got put on ADOS orders with Sergeant Longoria, so I was helping him recruit for a little while. And then I decided to go back to nursing school and use my um, tuition assistance and my GI Bill. And then I also completed EMT school and used the credentialing assistance they offered, so they paid for me to get my EMT cert as well. Yeah, I would say all great benefits, right? I mean, you're, one school is expensive today. Uh, no doubt that there's a lot of students out there with uh, loans and debt, a lot of debt, but uh, National Guard offers some great benefits that hopefully have helped you uh, obtain your goals. That they did. They've helped a lot. That's great. And so what are your long-term goals? You you want to become a nurse on full-time maybe? Um, yes. So it's after I graduate college, I plan on working at the emergency room and getting some critical care experience and then I will reclass to a 68 Whiskey, which is a combat medic, and then hopefully I will land a spot at an Army nurse. Yeah, that's amazing. And you want to become a combat medic? Yes. That's great. And that, uh, we, well, we also appreciate your service. So thank you for coming on. And uh, if we need to, we'll come back to you with more questions. Thank We've got you. one more guest. Good morning, Devin. Welcome to Contact. Thanks for stopping in. Good morning, Michael. Uh, so tell us, Devin, uh, when did you join? And you're in uniform as well, so obviously you've been through basic training. Tell us about that and how long you've been on and what do you do in your current private sector job? Alrighty. Well, I'm an 11 Bravo. It's an infantry man. I joined in December 2021. I was still a senior in high school and I left July of last year and I did six months down in Fort Benning, Georgia. I went through basic training and then the 10 weeks in uh, infantry training. Yeah, 10 weeks in Fort Benning, Georgia, right? Uh, yes, sir. And that's uh, that would be a, an interesting school to go to as well. Um, you want to... You, do you ever want to go full-time, or are you happy to be in the National Guard? And So I've actually thought about going active duty, but as of right now, my uh, path is I'm going to state police. Right now, I'm working as a corrections officer at Jefferson County Jail, and uh, with using the state police, I'm going to, the benefits are good with it, especially being in the National Guard. Uh, that's two four one uh, ks right there okay. for me. And so you're, you're, are you looking then to go on to the state police maybe? Is that a, is uh, that when a I turn 21, yes. Oh, when you turn 21. Okay. I got to get through college, get an associate's degree, probably in criminology. And have you begun that process yet or? Uh, no, I have not. I've actually just got back in December. Oh, you just got back. So next step is to get enrolled somewhere. Do you yes, have sir. a school in mind? Um, I do not have a school in mind. I was thinking about maybe Penn State Dubois just to get a little associates. Mm -hmm. Penn State Dubois is a great school, by the way. I actually attended there very early in my educational career, but uh, definitely a great option that we have here, and your benefits will certainly be accepted there and usable. So great plan. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. All right. Thank and, you, Mike. And uh, we'll bring back Sergeant Longoria with us. Sergeant Longoria, it sounds like 
Um, a great group of young folks here in the studio with us this morning. Uh, all bright careers, different uh, careers, but all helpful to our community. That's the the beautiful thing of the National Guard, isn't it? Oh, correct. Yes. Um, just the opportunities that it provides uh, clear across the board um, to these young young recruits and, and young soldiers um, to be able to excel in, in career uh, career goals uh, as far as you know career life goals. Right. And so you've been in for at least 11 years now. Uh, maybe you can give us some more background on the National Guard. How does the National Guard work? It is a little different than just saying you're in the United States Army, right? Uh, correct. We serve a dual mission. So our primary mission is to uh, serve the Commonwealth of uh, Pennsylvania. Um, the way I'd like to explain it is anytime the state is under uh, a state of emergency and the, uh, the first responders are being overwhelmed, uh, the National Guard steps in and kind of uh, just provides a, a comfort zone, I guess, uh, and, and assist um, to the community, whether that be a, you know, a, a terrorist threat or a, a civil unrest or, or humanitarian aid or, or you right. know, a storm, you know, anything of that nature. That's our uh, primary uh, mission. Now, secondly, we can always be activated by the federal government to serve an overseas mission, um, and that's where deployments and, and stuff of that nature, uh, you know, humanitarian aid overseas uh, comes in plays a role. Right, because it should be noted that the first... Uh your chain of command is actually the governor of Pennsylvania. So it would be Governor Shapiro is the commander-in-chief, really, of the National Guard. Um, hopefully uh, you don't have to be called ba called up to active duty, but as you said, it can happen. You can become a federalized unit, but your first mission is to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Correct. Yeah. So I know I've talked to you. Um, you want to give us some background on, like, uh, anything that you find like I don't want to say fun, but like any stories you'd like to share with us? Um, yeah, so I I do have a, a story. It's kind of more of a heartfelt story. Sure. Um, and it's kind of like how uh, how my how the Army National Guard family has played a role in helping with uh, my actual family. Um, and I'll keep it pretty short. But uh, my mom had passed away uh, this May. Well, I guess last. Very sorry last to May. hear that. Yeah, it's a very uh, difficult time time in my life, and uh. And I guess uh, whenever she was first admitted to the hospital um, in Clearfield, she was uh, on a ventilator and stuff. And um, the whenever I'd, I'd walked in there, I'd seen that there was an RN there. You know, she looked really tired and, and she was doing her work on her computer and stuff. And I uh, recognized her and she was actually an old uh, previous member of my old unit. Mm. Um, and it was actually Sergeant Kelsey White. And uh, it was very awesome to know that, you know, my mom was was under that that kind of care. And, you know, and, and she knew who I was right away. I knew who she was. And uh, it just it was cool how that relationship kind of played a role into, and I don't want to say real life, how you explained that earlier in the show, but, you know, in, into into real life, I right. guess. But, um, on, on, you know, the couple with that, uh, you know, she was then life flying or life flown to, uh, to Dubois Hospital. And uh, she had called me one day, like, you know, this was after the ventilator and everything. She, you know, she was gratefully able to uh, to make it out of that. Um, but she called me one day and she says, you know, I have a, a, a beautiful, um, nurse's assistant, you know, helping me out. And she says, she knows you. <laughs> and I was like, well, mom, I only know uh, two beautiful women in my world and that's you and, uh, my fiance Kaylee. <laughs> and I was uh, jokingly said that, but, uh, I was trying to think like who it might be. And I come to find out it's actually, uh, Michaela London, who is with us today, uh, private London. Um, she was there also giving care to my mother. So it was cool how it just all played around, uh, you know, full circle on you know i helped these guys out in the unit 
I helped them get into the military, and now they're able to uh, to give forward and, and help me out with uh, with a life event that I was going through. Uh, not to mention all the outreach that I uh, that was was given to me in that week. I can't tell you how many phone calls that I was on uh, with just members all across the state. Uh, you know, and I had flowers delivered to my house left and right. You know, from Harrisburg State College, uh, Butler, like literally everywhere. It was just overwhelming support, and uh, I was very grateful. And it's kind of how my two uh, two families connect there and I know like you know before my mom had passed away she had mentioned to keep doing what I'm doing that I made her proud and I think uh, it was a living testimony of whenever Michaela was there to share her experience and how I helped her and how she was able to help my mother and so my mom was very proud of that and so her last words to me you know keep doing what you're doing that's kind of why I do what I do today and uh, it's it's adds fuel to the fire for the reasons that I I do this, this yeah time. absolutely and we appreciate the heartfelt story Again, our condolences over your mom. Uh, we do appreciate the service, and mm-hmm. as a veteran myself, I understand. The, the, until you put on a uniform, you don't understand that the family that comes with it, and that correct is a very valuable family even today. I've got friends all over the country, mm-hmm. all over the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, who have put on the uniform like you all have, or are about to do. And yeah, I think that is the one one great benefit but mm-hmm. maybe there's some other benefits you want to tell us about oh there, there are many benefits to the uh, pennsylvania army national guard um you know the one i like to to reiterate on, on the most is the our educational benefits you know clear across the department of defense we have the best educational benefits absolutely um, bar none yes um you know because we are federally and state funded you know we do have more funding when it comes to to putting our our, our warriors to school and stuff like that um, so we have the Educational Assistance Program, which is a state-funded program, which will pay 100% tuition to any state university of their choice. Um, we also have the Federal Tuition Assistance. We'll pay an additional 4000 a year um, on, on tuition assistance. Which is huge, because I'm sure you see the numbers when even college students come into you and yeah. say, Sergeant Longoria, I've got a lot of debt. How yeah. can I get help? Exactly. And then th- there's another benefit there. You got debt. Um, you know, we also have the $50,000 student loan repayment, which um, is amazing. It is amazing. And, you know, you add all these benefits up together. It could be anywhere uh, up towards $140,564, uh, you know, to include the $50,000 student loan repayment. Which should be able to pay for any particularly state school education, but even at a top-notch school anywhere in the country, that's a lot of money. That would... Uh, Definitely lower your debt. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I think uh, another great benefit would be the intangible networking. Uh, you got to understand that we are doing this part time. Um, so whenever you get to your units, you know, you have the, the part time soldiers and the full time professionals, you know, the part time soldiers and the full time students. So whenever it comes to in- intangible networking and being able to, uh, to find a mentor, you know, somebody who's been there and done that, you know, that's where you do it at your units. You have 150 other service members that have been there and done that and can show you the ropes. Um, and that's any, anything from, uh, you know, I've, in my past, I've met celebrity doctors, uh, celebrity lawyers. I've met, uh, you know, U.S. Marshal Services, Secret Services, uh, anything to do with, with, you know, Department of fill in the blank, right? Department of Homeland Security, right. Department of Defense, Department of uh, Justice, you know, all, the, all those things. And uh, so when it comes to thinking that that goal might be not achievable just because it's so far out. Um, you're going to meet people and work alongside people that have been there and are doing that currently and will show you the ropes and, and get you into the right hands. Yeah, even just having this conversation, my mind's going back to all the folks I've met and who helped me along the way. Um, I actually did some time in the PA Air National Guard out of state college when I was younger. Nice. Um, those memories are there forever. Uh, the service to our country is and state are invaluable, but uh, something that I'm excited for the younger folks that are in the room today and those who might be listening, 
Um, it's, been, it's a great way of life, and I'm sure you've enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I have, I've had, you know, very fortunate about what I do. I'm very fortunate about the opportunities I've been given. And, uh, you know, they say if, if, you, if you never, um, you know, if essentially if you don't hate your job, you never work a day in your life. It's some, right. something along something those terms. Something along those terms. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I, I love you my job. You look forward to waking up. Oh, my day. God. Yeah, yeah, like this radio interview today, great. You know, and we have some more stuff planned for the future, the, the future soldier spotlight that, uh, that I was talking about. Yes, there. and we'll follow up with that when we come back. Okay. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. We're sitting here with Sergeant Longoria and special guests talking about the Army National Guard. Uh, Sergeant Longoria, we've, we've got about four minutes left, but I want to talk about qualifications and what, what do you look for when you're looking for uh, a potential soldier? Okay, so uh, in today's day of age, you know, recruiting... The qualification standards have, are, you know, they're extremely lifted. Um, I believe it's about less than, you know, one-fourth of, uh, of applicants that are between the ages of 17 to 24 are, are qualified for military service. So that's, that's a very low number low to number. start with. Yep. Um, now you start thinking of other factors that play along the, the road as well. But, you know, physical, huge, right? So we have uh, Genesis and M-Roads. These are systems that are going to run, you know, the last seven years of your uh, medical history. Um, and to make sure that there's nothing that, that could be disqualifying or that may need a waiver. So, you know, that could that could definitely slow up the process. Sure. Um, with that, you know, we also, the, the aptitude. So, you, you know, you got to take uh, the ASVAB and actually get qualifying scores in order to uh, to enlist into the position that you want. Um, with that, morally, you know, you need to be qualified as well. So you can't have any uh, legal legal issues going on or, you know, legal issues in the past may bar you from from, you know, actually enlisting. Um, so we do hold a high standard, and uh, and that's my job is to kind of uh, to make sure that you know these applicants are qualified and to get them over hurdles they may need over and uh, kind of make it easier um, as far as uh, the enlistment processing goes. Right, and they can always call you about that, and we'll give that information here shortly. Just really briefly, uh, we want to talk about the spotlight program that's coming up. Yeah, so uh, the future soldier spotlight um, it's a uh, tentative currently, but uh, I, I definitely want to make it a more frequent. Uh, a talk show and to kind of just uh, shine the limelight on, on these future soldiers in our community that are doing great things and they can share their testimony and be able to uh, to kind of shed the light on that and and there might be app or uh, you know future applicants that are listening whether it be on the podcast or the FM connect um, that can kind of relate to those those applicants and and instead of going to a, a biased recruiter you know right they can go and reach out to those guys that maybe uh maybe classmates maybe uh, they knew them from People Just, they know or yeah. don't know, right? And they can hear all about it. Yep. I know we've got probably about a minute left or so. I'm listening to this program. How do I get a hold of Sergeant Longoria? All right. So uh, my government cell phone number is 814-270-7603, and I'm located at the uh, Dubois Mall. Um, we aren't at the back of the mall with the uh, Armed Forces Recruiting Center. We're actually in the front of the mall by Ross and Bath Body Works. 
Um, uh, how often are you there? Um, I, it, that store stays manned from the hours of nine to five. Um, if we need to stay later or go in earlier, we definitely will be there. So, well, that's great. And we do look forward to the spotlight and I think that's going to be a great show for you. And, uh, to just, uh, open up, as you said, uh, put our future soldiers in the spotlight, thank them for their service, but also let others know what it takes to be a soldier in our national guard. I do want to thank you and our special guests for coming on. Thanks for making the time and uh, hearing uh, your stories. And uh, again, we just, uh, this show always does. We want to thank you for your service to our Commonwealth and our nation. All right. Thank you, Michael, for having us on. We do really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too.